Okay, Isaac. So for this wonderful, wonderful episode, um, I would like to go over a little bit of history. I'm a history boy, as you know. Born and raised, history boy. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to go over the history of one scientist uh, whose name was Albert Einstein. Okay. So Albert, I don't know his middle name, Einstein. So it's definitely Doofenshmirtz. What? Doofenshmirtz. Albert Doofenshmirtz Einstein. Uh, Albert Hasenroll Einstein was born uh, to a electrical equipment manufacturer and a stay-at-home mother. So Dude, stay-at-home uh, moms goaded. 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 At least you have a mom. Um, what? So, <laughs> what? Ethan? You, so, you, is there something I didn't know? Yeah, there, this, today's been a rough day, let me tell you. I just want to talk about Albert Einstein. I don't want to go over the incident. So, Albert Einstein's father mm-hmm. was an electrical manufacturer. Okay, and uh, so he went, did pretty well for himself. However, he did not switch to the AC standard. He went, Bruh. he was, uh, so he had to sell his company because he lost like a bunch of bids, which is kind of cringe, kind of cringe. Kind of not. Fun ingenious. fact, uh, Benjamin Franklin uh, didn't believe in the AC standard. He believed in the DC standard. So Benjamin Franklin, you're cringe. AC, DC? What? Yeah, like the band. Wait, I, well, okay. Can you explain Alternating what the AC current standard is? Alternating current is. and okay. direct current. Oh, uh, that's right. So, so can uh, you explain that for our listeners? So alternating current, uh, basically, it's just more it's more efficient. You can get better juices on it. It's like the difference between having uh, water. I don't know, like water water pressure is your uh, direct current, and having a sine wave is the alternating current. It goes up, bleep, 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 bleep. And alternating mm-hmm. current is more efficient for devices. And you can get more juice Yay. that way. Uh, anyways, so he, di- he didn't switch to the AC standard. Um, uh, what's his face? Albert Einstein uh, was good at math and physics, but was pretty bad at everything else. Um, so he... <laughs> blow right through that? Okay. Well, I mean... He kind of pretty... sucked. Yeah. He, he, he kind of kinda made a stink. No fits uh, to Albert, but he's kind of horrible. <laughs> kind of cringe, actually. Kind of overrated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he went to uh, University of Zurich and uh, got his uh, bachelor's degree and his first wife there. Uh, then after he got uh, his bachelor's degree, he worked for two years in a uh, patent building. Mm-hmm. And so there's the whole thing where uh, everyone thinks they came up with all of those fancy theories while he was staring at the clock tower that was outside of the patent building, like theory of relativity. That's all garbage. Like everything. It's garbage. It's not true. Um, but I stared at a clock tower, then boom, I had big smarts. And then <laughs> big smart. So stare at clocks, guys, and you will become Albert Einstein. So uh, after working for two years in the uh, patent industry, he got a gig uh, teaching, and eventually, in 1905, mm-hmm. uh, he produced a series of four papers uh, in what was called his uh, Miracle Year. 
And so uh, in these papers, he described uh, special relativity, which is, everyone knows theory of relativity, classic, classic. Uh, he His E equals MC squared equation, which is the most famous equation of all time. I don't know why. And then uh, he described also Brown, Brownian motion, which basically, so you know, uh, if you look at an atom, you know, uh-huh. you have like, like think of like Jimmy Neutron, you you like the picture of the electron circling the atom. Mm-hmm. Bro, Brownian motion uh, is actually what the electron uh, like looks like. So if you it's, imagine, it's like atom, the orb, right? It's like the it's like the they're it's kind like of a cloud in all crazy yeah, clouds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Brownian yeah. motion is just random motion. And then there's like the hourglass shapes, and then there's like the weird other bullshit. Yeah, the shapes, S&P and like, these are orbitals. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I learned about that in chemistry. Yeah. yeah. So he he was talking about like how if you have a liquid at constant pressure and temperature, you can't ever determine exactly how it will flow. Which is just, it, it's not really that, that important, but he published two papers on it. And it was still important. Did you um, read the papers? Nope. Oh, okay. I, thought you... I do not, I do not <laughs> read German. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not going to learn German for the pod. Google Translate, bro. I'm not going to learn Google Translate for the pod. Imagine running a, imagine like running like an Albert Einstein paper through like Google Translate like a bunch yeah. of times. Seeing what happens. Oh, yeah. that'd be good. That'd be now good. that that's an app right there. That's an app. We I'm we a, record a podcast and then we run the podcast through Google Translate like twenty times, and then oh, we re-record it. Oh no, that'd, that'd be, be horrible. Um, so initially, like in the first few years, he was n- like for his uh, his paper on special relativity, it kind of was contrary to everything that people believed at the time because people believed that um like things moved through this invisible juice called the ether and so Mm -hmm. they had all these experiments that they considered were false because it didn't uh, approve of their theory of the ether basically so albert einstein created the theory of relativity which means that Mm -hmm. It connected everything, and all the experiments made sense, and it was it was awesome. So af- after the first few years, he went on speaking tours because everyone's like, "Oh my goodness, this boy is a genius, big boy." And so I was reading uh, Walter Isaacson's uh, biography on Einstein. Well, Walter Isaacson is the best biographer ever time, and uh, so he was talking about how how difficult it was for Einstein to explain the theory of relativity mm-hmm. to people. Because basically what people do, it'd, it'd be like a game for journalists. It'd be like, Einstein, explain the theory of relativity in whatever, three words, or like three sentences or something. He's like, uh, it's kind of hard to explain. So like he ended up writing like a little pamphlet about it. But the pamphlet, it's like a genius trying to explain uh, calculus to a potato. It's like, uh, it's kind of something. There's a famous saying, um, and basically what it says is, if you can't teach it on the most simplest of levels, then you don't know it as well as you should. That's true. If you can't but explain... I don't think that rings true for Einstein, because I think he understood I think it the is. theory. You know what? Uh, can I just say something, though? You know that quote? Albert Einstein most famously said, if you can't explain it to a six-year-old, you don't understand it yourself. That quote is from Einstein. 
Well, obviously. So, I think that Mans was just roasting he, himself out I, here. I, I think <laughs> that um he just wasn't a very good public speaker. If I'm being completely honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so, like during the speech tours, he had, he had a lot of difficulty, right? And so I thought, as as a person who has access to the internet and infinite learning resources. It'd be my job to explain E equals MC squared and theory of relativity to you and the listeners. Because I realized to myself, I knew kind of what it meant. I knew theory of relativity had to do with time and space. E equals MC squared was mass mm-hmm. times, I mean, like mass is the same as energy. But did I really know what it was? No. So, okay. uh, Albert Einstein worked in a series of thought experiments to uh, describe these things. Okay. And so I've sent you a PDF, so just look at the one first of his page thought here. Experiments. So did you yeah. draw this thought experiment, or did somebody I did. else do this? I did. I drew it. You did this? Bro, this is yeah. this is some quality. Yeah. So, it's gay. Yeah. So imagine there are two rocket ships mm-hmm. going in the same direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them has Steve in it. The other yeah. one has Martha. Steve, my dude. Steve's the goat. Yeah, Steve is is the goat. So Steve, in his uh, very strange spaceship, has like two mirrors that are placed like up <laughs> vertically, okay. uh, up and down. So like and one on the one on the ceiling, one on the floor, right? Yes. Pointing at each yeah. other. Okay. And there's assume it's pitch black. And there's one photon, one beam of light bouncing up and down and up and down and up and down. Okay. Okay. And so Martha is going to be looking through her window, um, assuming <laughs> we're going to negate the speed of light. Imagine from her perspective, she's looking at Steve. And they're both going the same speed in the same direction. Okay? Okay. And so to Martha, it would look like Steve's beam of light is just going straight up and down, right? Right. No. Yes. Because... Oh, okay. That was a trick question. Yes. No, no. It, yeah. It's, I'm, I'm explaining. Okay. <laughs> if I had trick questions in this, yeah, it'd, it'd be... It'd, it'd get so confusing, the amount of loopholes. But, so yeah, they're both moving, let's say, like, half the speed of light, same direction. Oh, not that mar- fast. Okay. Yeah. Very slow. <laughs> only half the speed of light. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, so, it would just look like it's bouncing straight up and down for both of them. Okay? Okay. And so now, we're going to imagine that... Martha is stationary, and Edward is now moving at half the speed of light again, okay? Okay. So, from Martha's point of view, it would look like the beam of light is going diagonally across and diagonally up, right? Because it's moving with Edward. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Steve. I said Edward on the page, and now it's Steve. We're going to stick with Steve. But Ed- <laughs> Edward, though Edward equals MC squared, is that the whole point of this whole thing? No, I'm Edward just... equals Martha C squared. No, Bro, I just I came up with two random here. names I see what you to personal. I, I see what you did here, bud. So, from Edward's point of view, mm-hmm. no, sorry, from Martha's point of view, Edward's beam of light is going to be moving diagonally across and diagonally up because she is stationary and he is moving at a very high speed. Correct. Yeah, so it's like he, the rocket ship's moving, 
and the mirrors are moving and the proton beam is like bing 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 bouncing in diagonals mm-hmm. and the mirrors catch it every time so yes. that's what she sees that's what yeah, she sees I, I got it but edward's just chilling he just sees it go edward, yeah he just sees it going up and down so we know that the speed of light is a constant throughout the entire universe that's given it's been given in a lot of experiments we know mm-hmm. that the speed of light is always whatever 2.3 septillion or whatever uh, meters per second. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means that since we know that the speed of light is a constant, we know that in Martha's point of view, that it's taking longer speed than of light. Edwards. Yes. The speed of light. Pythagorean's theorems, boy, the hypotenuse is longer well, than well, a lake. Let me explain. I, we're, this is a podcast. This is a program. We know See, that sorry. it's taken a longer amount of time because the speed of light is constant because it's moved mm-hmm. a longer distance. So Martha's it, time is moving slower than Edward's time. Well, it hasn't moved a longer distance. It looks like it's moving up and down with Edward, but Edward's moving with it. And so it's still like doing this motion, but he's doing it with it. So it doesn't change the distance from Edward to the light particle. Mm, it's it's depending on the perspective. For Edward, uh, it's okay. only moving up and down. For Martha's, it's moving <clears throat> diagonal. Which means that Edward's time is passing faster than Martha's time. So no? Edward is technically speeding forward in time. Compared to Martha's time. I don't think so, but... This this is how it is explained to Einstein. It says that the faster you're moving, the compared... So, like, so the technical way of saying it mm-hmm. is... So you have two inertial reference frames. An inertial reference frame is one that is not accelerating. So it mm-hmm. could be completely stationary... Which, mm-hmm. what is stationary? Stationary is relative, because even the Earth is moving. But mm-hmm. it's it's the constant velocity for the both of them. For two reference frames, this theory of special relativity is true. That if you're moving faster, and as you approach the speed of light, you, as an object, experience time differently than the thing that is moving at a greater as a lesser speed yeah so it's not like you go in the future it's more like you accelerate through time faster yes but you still at the end end up where they would still end up which is disgustingly horrible yeah like you're moving faster and they took so at your point of view you move through time faster in their point of view they move through time slower yes but and the end, technically, you are both still on the same time. Mm-hmm. So you're basically Which, making... This is getting into quant. Oh, freak. Yeah. But... So you're not time traveling. You are experiencing time differently. Yes. Okay. 100%. Interesting. Correct. That's interesting. That's actually... So great. that's... I And to Ooh. be honest, I had, I had no idea what this was before this a few days ago. This is mind-bending, but it kind of makes sense. We just have to know, we know, we know, we know that the speed of light is constant. And if we're using the speed of life of light to measure something, that means 
that they are experiencing time at a different so space. If there's somebody sitting at home and there's somebody traveling in a car, okay, yes. and the person at home is waiting for the person in the car to get somewhere and the person in the car is waiting until they get there, mm-hmm. then it will seem like the person in the car got there faster than the person at home felt like it took because the person's moving. Yeah, the travel time experienced by the person in the car will be is shorter or faster. Slight, it'll be it'll be less time, so it'll feel faster. But it won't be le- no, it won't be less time. It'll be time that is faster. It still is two hours. They just went through those two hours faster than someone who sat and experienced two hours. But obviously, this yes. is like as in like zero point zero 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 zero. Like like it's not like actually yeah, yeah. because you have to move the speed of light to really maybe. Yeah, you'd have to approach the speed of light because so I just looked it up. The speed of light is two hundred ninety nine million seven hundred ninety two thousand four hundred fifty eight meters per second. Okay, so it's not a big deal. So like if if like you traveled that far, like Russia, yeah. It would but feel if like... you're like half the speed of light, you'd really feel it. Or if you and if you approach the speed of light, then time would essentially stop. But the problem with that. Is, why is that you what? would have infinite mass. So you would create a black hole is what you're saying. So basically what Albert Einstein said is if anything, no matter how small, that isn't light travels at the speed of light, it creates a black hole? No. Then what is he saying? He's saying that the perceived time of someone approaching the speed of light will time will move faster to them compared to the outside inertial reference frame of zero yeah but you said it'll have infinite mass so if you are traveling at the speed of light you'll basically become a black hole right you would break physics yeah that's what you would you would rip a wormhole you you would have infinite energy you'd have infinite energy because so like so like if you throw a baseball at 10 meters per second. That has a different amount of energy if you, than if you threw a bowling ball at 10 meters per second, right? Yeah, a bowling ball at 10 meters per second would slap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, so kinetic energy, I believe, if I remember correct from my high school physics, was math, kinetic mass times velocity squared. Yeah, I think so. Wait. Um, if we're, if well, we're and isn't, it's, it's like, it's, no, it's like a... Physics. It's half of mass, right? Half it's half of mass times velocity right. squared. Oh, bro, I got the answer as soon as I... There we go. Well, yeah, as soon as you Google it. Somebody took really better physics. No, I said it before I, before, no, I, before the results popped up. Yeah. Kind of Whatever. Kind of cringe. Kind of cringe. Half mass. I got a four on the AP physics exam. Let me tell you, it was... You got a four on It was AP a nightmare. I didn't take AP physics. But it was a nightmare. I hate, I hate physics. I took... Yeah, I took physics. It was basically AP physics, but it's fine. Yeah. There's just no exam. It's fine. It doesn't matter. It's fine. I'm it just better matter. than everybody out there. Who takes I, normal no, physics, I'm. I'm just. Matter. I'm just superior as a human being. Than yeah, you. that's yeah. that's I what mean, we learned. My GPA, so, bro. Mm. Uh, my GPA was at least a 2.0. <laughs> if my GPA was the number of quarters I had, I couldn't buy a soda. So moving on, um, I could maybe buy a gumball. Uh, I could well, maybe on the in machine. like uh, Costa Rica. I could buy a soda. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm I have kidding, a GPA guys. of zero point zero. I can't guys, buy anything. I can't buy anything, guys. I have. We half live a in a capitalist society, which is kind of cringe. 
So, so hypothetically, hypothetically, if you split um, a quarter and a half and you said like, it, and something <laughs> costs a certain amount, listen, 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 listen. I, I just thought of this. If you split a quarter and a half, you'd get mm-hmm. what seventeen point wait seventeen point five cents for half of the quarter. Yes. So if wait, something wait, costs, not seventeen point five, twelve point five. 12.5, thank you. I, I knew that yeah. was wrong. 12.5 cents. So say something costs uh, 13 cents. Or say, like, something rounds up and you get everything, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No, something costs 12 cents. <laughs> Guys, hold, hold I think we're losing here. track of what... No, we're not losing track. Listen, listen, listen. So if you pay someone that. that half quarter and all that's left in change is half a cent, what do they do? They don't. You can't do split you? a quarter and a half. So the question is mute. I'm gonna cut all my quarters in half. Okay. Well, you know that's actually a federal crime. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's actually a federal crime. I've never crime? defaced money. I've never defaced money, guys. Yeah. As a true fact. So uh, beginning you can of do it for school, art, though. I think, right? I don't think so. I think it's still a federal. There's crime. literally people like take I th- shipping. Away I think coins. it's one of the things. You know, like how, how it's in a federal crime, but nobody cares. How in England, every single swan is owned by the queen. I think it's one of those things. What? Yeah, in England, every single swan is technically owned by the ruler of England. I'm not... Look it up. Look it up. So, every single swan in, in the world is is owned by Prince Charles. By default, though, the king or queen owned the country swans, and that's still true. Any unmarked swan swimming in the open waters of England belong to the queen. Yeah. Okay, can I just say something? Can I just yeah. say something? Yeah, they don't have the right. They, they don't, don't have the right. Ca- no, 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 no. They don't capitalize on that enough. Bro, I wouldn't be taking the swans. I'd take like a <laughs> giant swan park. Like, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I own these swans. I'd have swan for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, bro. I'm, I'm just kidding. I, wanna, I, would, I, think, I would just have like a giant swan park. So, okay, my through. question That'd is. That'd be dope. Like a swan so sanctuary. What, <laughs> so a what if a swan flies oh, a through England and then goes to like... <laughs> <laughs> like Ireland or something, right? Is that still the property of the Queen? It's any swan in England's waters. <laughs> when you're the, when you're when you're swan, if the swan is flying, England, does that mean it's in England and it's not in the water? It said in the waters. Okay, let's let's define water. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm assuming I'm it means it has to be in the territory. And if a swan leaves England's territory, there's like, well, yeah, sucks, yeah. sucks. It's not the Queen's anymore. But if the queen ever wants to pet swan, I mean, imagine being like, I want a pet swan. It's like, okay, just like go pick up one. You own it. It's like, yeah, bro. That's so cool. Okay, but guys, swans are beautiful. Swans are an extinct species, guys. We actually have a fundraiser um, at the end of this video. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome to the lying episode. Free the swans from the tyrannical England ruler, King Charles. Yeah. King Charles, I got some beef with him. I got some beef okay. with any man who replaces Queen Elizabeth the Great. Yeah. The Queen. More like my queen. Am I right or am I right? <laughs> God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> and now we roll ads. Hey guys, today we're sponsored by Honey. Okay? <laughs> now, if you open our free browser extension available on the Apple <laughs> iPhone. Or any other computer. Or the browser. Linux app store. Just kidding, yeah, if you download Honey on the Linux app store, oh. I think what we should start doing is we should start doing sponsor sponsorship deals and then asking for the money after we put out the episode. Yeah, sure. Be like, hey, honey, 
You sponsored us. Hey, hey honey, please. I, we need our check. Thank you. Hey, honey. What's next? Hey, honey. Hey, honey. The b- old ball and okay, chain. Ethan. Am I right? Am I right? Anyways, am I right? Ethan, you're wrong. Anyways, Ethan. So what's next you know, in the episode? <laughs> Sorry, this is a squeaky chair. I'm recording in a different situation. Um. <laughs> uh, I'm keeping all of this in. By the way. Um, it's fine. So speaking of invoicing random companies, uh, so there was this dude who went to like all like the Fang companies, like Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Google, and he uh, invoiced them for like millions and millions of dollars. And so this boy got away with it for a few years. He just got caught a couple of days ago. He like stole like probably like ten million dollars from all these like tech companies because they don't like, really oh. care about their books. He just like he just wrote them a, a official looking invoice and they would send them like a million bucks. So, if y'all need a side hustle, I'm just saying. Dude, can I just write like one invoice for like ten thousand? That saved my life, bro. Yeah, that'd be so nice. You just know, kidding, guys. You know what I would do for ten G's right now? I'd run over an entire orphanage with a bulldozer. <laughs> so speaking of bulldozers, so a proton. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite bit. <laughs> just saying something. <laughs> Speaking of that, we want to completely different. Okay, Ethan. Speaking of orphanages, what's next? So, Einstein was an orphan. He was not. Speaking of orphanages. Okay. <laughs> um, so, now we're going to talk about equals MC squared. Most famous right. equation in all of history. <sighs> Did we not talk about Ian? Equals no, we didn't. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's wow. a separate beast. E it's a MC separate squared. beast. So this one, in my opinion, is more complicated to understand. Okay. What if I don't? So if we're gonna it? move to page three in your document, Please. so we're gonna imagine a proton, a beam of light, in a uh, mirror box, and it's bouncing back and forth. Okay. And the box is stationary in this metaphoric. And it's going ding, 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 ding. It's going bing, ding, 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 ding. Precisely. And so, this proton is hitting the box. I'm trying to make and the so, sound effects, sorry. And it's making the sound effects. Ding, 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 ding. And so the instant that the proton hits the box, it... Is energy and it is going to make the box jiggle. Okay? So when the proton hits the croissant. Bro, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When the proton hits the croissant. Basically, in the instant. So, uh, Newton's, uh, whatever, third law, who cares? Bro, Second law. All, uh, all, all energy, energy is conserved. It's ba- best all maze runner conserved. ever. Newton. Newt. Best man ever. Can Talk you shut your G. mouth? <laughs> okay. I did that just to, yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, Newton, uh, maze runner. That, that energy cannot be created nor destroyed. Correct. And so in the instant... That 
the proton hits the croissant. The energy oh, mirror box, but yeah. is created into mass, which makes the box jiggle. Therefore, energy must equal mass. Because in the instant that it slaps the croissant and bounces to the other croissant, I guess, in this metaphor. Yeah. This rich in this rich friction that we've created. <laughs> it is converted to mass and then shoots back out. And then or not, not converted to mass, but it acts was... as mass. Which means that we can assume that energy equals mass. Now, I'm not going to explain that why it's mc squared. C oh, come on. Is, the, is the speed of light. C the of, uh, speed of light squared is a very large number. Yeah. So we know that's why nuclear bombs only require a very small amount of plutonium. No kidding. So, so basically, so uh, speed of light, um, speed of light is uh, basically three hundred million meters per second. So if we took something of one, <laughs> one mass, so hey, let's do some math. So let's do three three hundred million. Squared. Uh, one, two, three. One, two, three. You're gonna get like two. you're gonna get a ridiculous amount of zeros times one kilogram. So we would get uh, nine with sixteen zeros uh, <laughs> uh, newtons of energy. So Which now would destroy the planet, right? Right. To be it fair. would not destroy the planet, but it would be very bad. It would destroy uh, half the planet. How? Oh, sorry. It's joules of energy. How many joules? In a ton of TNT. So, eight one oh, ton. This is gonna be bad. Yeah, one ton of TNT. That's a lot. Nine times. No, I 16. think I think this would explode the planet because you're talking about a kilogram of of protons, right? Basically, not protons. Yeah. A kilogram of mass. Any mass. It doesn't matter. Doing what? Traveling at the light speed? No, it's just so if you convert the mass. To to energy uh, oh, to energy I see it equals wow so one kilogram so of mass is equal I, to uh let's see twenty one point five million tons of TNT that would blow up the world bro or a decent size of it it would be bad <laughs> it'd be real bad I don't want to do the math on that you know there's like a a simulator of like energy oh, output like, and stuff that you could see how much how much damage it would do on the globe kind of want to see now. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah, it's, so if I yeah. converted this mug right here into energy, I'd probably blow up the entire state of Arkansas. It would be a significant portion. Because like even uh like like Hiroshima or whatever, it was only a few grams of plutonium max. It was a very small amount. And the only reason they used plutonium is because so basically It goes unstable, right? Yeah. 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 So it has a shorter half life, which means it's more stable. Or unstable, rather, yeah. And that that makes it easier to convert into energy. That's so weird. Yeah, because it's it's it wants to break apart more. It's still really difficult. That's why you have the entire Manhattan Project. Um, that was, is difficult. Actually, oh, true true story. All right, let's talk about Albert. This is off off the script. This is this is this is actually a true story. It sounds crazier than the clock tower thing. So he was. Uh, so he was a teacher at uh, Princeton University for a while. 
Bro. And so he had Isaac. I'm telling a story now. Albert Einstein does not have a middle name. It's Hazenerl, obviously. No, he did not have a middle name. Dude, are you using Yahoo Answers again? Let's no. I'm go using to Google.com. Google. I went to Google. My, Albert <laughs> Einstein did not have a middle my, name. By homework.study.com. My boy is using Yahoo Answers. <laughs> my, my boy is using Bing. That's why. I'm not. I'm on Google, but do you think my man's what, using DuckDuckGo on 4chan? <laughs> what search <laughs> engine do you think Albert Einstein would use? Duck, duck, go 100%. My boy be using Internet Explorer. That's not, that's not, good. That's not a search engine. That's a my browser. Boy be, my boy be using oh, man. the Oracle browser, browser. Is that the gamer one? What's the gamer one that they always have? Opera GX. Yeah, baby. Anyways, speaking of browsers, do you know that the... That's the true story. The head of... Uh, <laughs> Marketing for Nintendo, uh, United States. His last name is Bowser. I'm not joking. joking. Browser or Bowser? Bowser, as in the Nintendo property. He must have changed changed his name. No, no. That's Cab. No. Oh, was, did they was, just name Bowser off of him? No, no, no. He joined afterwards. It's just it's just apocryphal. That's why he got the job. Yeah. yeah. Was his last he name? He replaced Reggie. We love Reggie. That's why he got his job, because of his last yeah. name. Yeah, yeah. That's why I got the job of Albert Einstein, because my last name is the same as his middle name. All right, Speaking of Albert Einstein. So, uh, so he was a lecturer at Princeton University, right? And so he had a uh, like vacation home mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like he lived in the city, and then he had uh, it was out on. Like this little island, he had like a little cabin that he and his wife mm-hmm. needed to go to on the weekends. Because Aww. he wants his time to think. Very sweet. Very chill. So, Very chill. this group of uh, college students uh, saw that E equals MC squared, right? That's a lot of juice that you get out of a little bit of energy. They saw that, hey, this is going to be bad if the wrong people get like this information and are able to convert mass into energy because that's a big bomb well that's, that's what we like to call a nuke and so what he, what they did is uh they wrote him a letter and they were like really desperate to find him and so they literally rode out about this in a rowboat and gave him this letter and talked to einstein because they're like this is going to be bad mm-hmm. and then einstein wrote a letter to uh, I think it, it was Truman, I believe. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, I've, I've heard about this. Yeah, I'm, maybe I think it was FDR, because Truman was mm-hmm. the end. Truman was World War. I don't know. I think I think it was Truman. Uh, he wrote a letter to Truman, and the letter was left on the desk for quite a while, and then he's like, "Oh my goodness!" And then we got the Manhattan Project, and then we developed the atomic bomb. A lot faster than what Germany was doing because we, we thought Germany was a lot ahead of it. Like, uh, very ahead of what the United States was. Hitler was just focused on, like, trying to conquer Russia and then making really over-the-top sci-fi, like, cheesy sci-fi type war machines. <laughs> He's yeah. like, bro, look at this. We're going to make, like, the coolest tank ever. And yes. then he made, like, very few yeah. in the long run. The, the Blitzkrieg. 
And so, uh, as as part of our new format, there is a uh, a little bit of a journalistic aspect. Oh gosh! This. Oh gosh! So your challenge for the next couple days is explain E equals MC squared to people. Is to explain theory theory of relativity or equals MC squared to one person, not your wife. It has to be either. A yeah, hopefully, let's let's aim for a stranger in the mm-hmm. next few days. I want you to record it. I want you to like sit down on the subway because I'm, I'm sure Arkansas has lots of subways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sit do, down on the do. subway and talk talk to someone and just say, "Hey, this is for a podcast. Record it. Try to explain it and just have a good time." So yeah, that's that's your that's your goal for the week. And uh, so, with the magical power of editing, we are going to cut right. Now, all right. I'm recording my phone. I'm here with uh, Gabriel. Gabriel, who is a listener to our podcast. Indeed. Okay, so Gabriel, um, what do you know about the theory of relativity? Well, uh, my understanding of the theory of relativity is that uh, things are relative, like your, uh, you know, different speed or gravitation uh, affects like different constants. Okay, so. I'm supposed to explain the theory of relativity to you. Um, yes and no. So it's really like you said, like, yeah, it's relative. The biggest thing is it's time is relative based on speed and reference frames. And so there's this uh, diagram, not diagram, um, example or thought experiment. So you have two spaceships and you have Jimmy in one spaceship. And in Jimmy's spaceship, you have a mirror on the roof and the floor and there's one like particle light particle bouncing between them and then you have Sally and if Sally and Jimmy are going the same speed like say half the speed of light then when she looks through the window into his spaceship what does she sees the proton going up and down right yeah yes but yeah. at a different speed but no but then if she's still and she sees him then to him it's going up and down but to her it's going in an angular oh, pattern, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which takes yeah. longer, okay, so yeah. therefore he is experiencing time faster. Gotcha. Yeah, there you go. Gotcha. Anyways, I was just, that's, that's all I had to do. Alrighty. Uh, thank you for listening to our podcast. Oh, that's of course, sick. anytime. Uh, do you have anything to say to other people? Um, I don't know. You know, just keep listening to that good jazz. Dang. Oh, good jazz. There we go. All right. <laughs> My main man, Gabriel, listened to the jazz. That's what I like to hear. Oh, no. Gabriel, let me give you some jazz recommendations. Oh, no. Ear spuds. Ear spuds. That is the best jazz. Yep. Um, Confirmed. So, yeah. I mean, that was was decent. As I said, it was not not, uh, Jimmy. It was was Steve. It was Steve. Martha, I don't, I don't know, man. What did I say for the girl again? You didn't say you didn't say anything for the girl. You just said that there was Steve and then someone else. Sexism? I'm kidding, guy. Yeah, there was Steve no, and okay, no, no there was, you said there was Jamie and someone. Else. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. Um, it is like really hard to explain. Like, it's just like, yeah, you have to say that. Um, the speed of light is a constant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like that's an important part, but like, I don't know. yeah, that was that's a good explanation. So, uh, to all of our listeners, 
what you need to do this week what is oh explain to as many people <laughs> as physically possible why they should listen to your sports podcast yeah and why comedy is relative <laughs> so if there was an ethan bouncing between two mirrors in a spaceship mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um <laughs> 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 Ow. if <laughs> like yeah yeah there's a joke somewhere in here. Where is it? That's not. Nope. Nope. If, <laughs> if a baguette was bouncing back and forth. <laughs> you would be experiencing a whole, whole baguette faster than but, someone else <laughs> if you were in the spaceship with it. Now, that's the you're supposed to be relative right there. A oh, whole baguette. <laughs> oh, Anyways, oh, do you have any final remarks, Ethan? Um... I'm saying that, you know, so with with the midterm elections and everything, I think it's important to realize that everyone has the same goal, and everything is relative. In Einstein, we're going to cue the the dramatic uh, home finally landing music right now. In Einstein's theory of relativity, was talking about physics and time, and we all know now that really what's the only thing that's relative is what's in our hearts we all measure everything by rulers in in this world like the speed of light but you know what we should actually be measuring everything with the speed of sound our hearts oh bass drop hey guys thank you for listening to ear spuds Have a great week, and uh, we'll see you next time. Oh, boy. Peace.